Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hey, y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. Oh, and this is Caroline. And what day is today? It's Turn Up Tuesday. Well, what does that mean? That means that we're going to turn up on a Tuesday and talk about all the stuff that's going on in the news. Some, some weird stuff caught my eye this week. So I'm just going to tell y'all all about it. It's a little bit random. It might not be the news that's caught Caroline's eye, but you know she's going to tell us what caught her eye. So let me start off with an update from a story that we told y'all, I think in May-ish, the family feud husband, Oh, remember? I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I told y'all, we told y'all about it when they, there was the murder. Remember, he went to family feud and Steve Harvey asked him about the biggest regret on your wedding day and his response was saying i do and then his his wife went missing well he got arrested for killing her he was tried found guilty and he was sentenced last friday and he got life in prison he had no reaction no expression in the courtroom and so justice was served justice was served um and then there was another update but i'm gonna save that one for last okay there's a missing Tennessee couple. This is was just in. This just in. Breaking news. Breaking. Beep, 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 beep. Jonas Bear, 50 years old, and Cynthia Havis Pan. I'm sorry, Cynthia. <laughs> I, I can't say it right. She was 37 years old. So there was a bit of an age difference. They're a couple, and they were traveling to Alaska because it was – Jonas's 50th birthday, and he was traveling to his 50th state on his 50th birthday. Wow. Yeah. So, but they've gone missing, and they were vanishing while on this trip. They vanished while on this trip. So, they were reported missing on August 12th after they failed to check out of their Airbnb Mm -hmm. on the 11th, and then they missed their return flight home. Their luggage was found still in the Airbnb. They have not been in touch with any of the family members. And then later that evening, the rental vehicle that they had when they were down there was found at another resort 60 miles away. What? Troopers have been canvassing, like, the local areas. And I guess there's just, like, a lot of terrain out there. Where was it? Alaska. Oh, Alaska. 
And they've been canvassing with ATVs. They've had canine units. They've had search and rescue teams. Um, of course, his Facebook, their Facebook posts have been stalked. <laughs> and his last post was, oh, I'm so excited about my birthday, 50th birthday trip. Um, and But the f- post the week before that was a little bit different. It oh. said, hmm. I greatly appreciate all the web love for my birthday. Hoorah. Finally, I have a signal as we leave base camp tomorrow at 7 a.m. Denali. Uh, a checklist range for a great tour. A great four. Tour. Oh, I can't see. That's four. Um, I'm not going to get lost like I did 10 years ago in Australia. If a Kodiak gets me, I'll consider it a honorable death. What? So uh, maybe he got lost 10 years ago in Australia. And what's a Kodiak? Is that like a wild beast in Alaska? Kodak Black? (laughs) Sounds racist. Kodiak. No. I thought he was talking about the rapper. Kodak Black. Um, So we don't know where this couple is. Um, What's our assumptions right now? Pop-up assumptions. Y'all can't judge us for these pop-up assumptions because everybody has them. You read articles like this, and the first thing that comes to your mind, missing couple, he's 50 years old, she's 37 years old, and they're going on a trip. They're not married. Well, I mean, he obviously killed her and buried her in the snow, and then he killed himself, and he's buried in the snow. And I don't know. In the snow. What would be the reason? Uh, found out she was cheating. Yeah. Seeing somebody else. Yeah. His wee-wee probably didn't work because he's older. Yeah. And she went and got somebody younger. Mm-hmm. And, and he's pissed. Yeah. And so he was like, hey, let's go on this trip. You need, you owe me. You got to go on this trip with me. We're in love. I love you. You must go. And planned. And then was like, mm. Or she's like, you made me go to Alaska for a trip. I'm killing you. And then she took off, and she's spending her life with her. Now she's on the beach where yeah, she's in the Bahamas. Yep, yep. So either one of those. What do you guys think? But if you know anything about this, the missing couple, you can call Fairbanks Police Department at nine zero seven four five zero sixty five zero zero. Do it. Um, and my next update is about Vanessa Guillen. Oh yes, you have to do this story. She got some justice. A little bit of justice this past week. Which I thought, like, it was already... Has this been an open, cold case? Well, it wasn't been, hasn't been cold. She just hasn't been tried. Cecily hasn't been tried this whole time and sentenced. Why? It has How been, long, it's when did been it happen? It's been gone on in 2020. So I'll oh. recap it a little bit, but this will be... This should be a story that we yeah. um, need to dive in since it's literally right down the road from us. Yeah. Um, so there is some justice because Cecily Aguilar, which, uh, was a part of the murder of Vanessa Guillen, she was sentenced to 30 years in prison for helping her boyfriend dismember U.S. Army Specialist Vanessa Guillen and disposing of her remains. So she pled guilty to accessory to murder after the fact 
three counts of false statements or representations, um, and she got the max sentence. And it actually, she was sentenced here in Waco. Her trial was here in Waco, and she was sentenced here in Waco. And she also had some other counts like conspiracy to tamper with evidence and then to additional tampering with evidence. So but yeah, what so we know is, um, or I'll just scrape over the edges, is Vanessa Gideon went, was last seen on April 22nd of 2020. We were like a month into mm-hmm. COVID. This case went crazy kind of like the gabby petito case um people were searching it was all over the internet but it was just crazy because the fort hood base was like hush hush about it Mm. she was last seen at a headquarters on the fort hood base it's now called fort cavasso's base what yeah they changed the name a little bit after this probably because after all this and they went they hired they fired some people there was there's this investigation there's some shady shit going on there so in order to rebrand i guess it's called Fort. so it's no Cavazos. longer fort hood it's not fort hood fort cabasso's at based after somebody oh, i don't know when i do the story i'll tell you about it okay so there was an extensive search for her um, like the, uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? That's on all the searches. Steve Miller band. No, Steve Miller band. Tim Miller, Tim, Tim Miller, Equisearch. That's on all the, does all the search searches. He came down, he searched for days and they found nothing. It was extensive. And he always tends to search by water. Um, but then they finally, finally found remains on June 30th, 2020. So this is months later. She was last seen on April 22nd, mm-hmm. was found June 30th mm-hmm. near the Leon River. So they had already searched this place um, and oh. went back and searched this place again and found her the second time. Um, they found it because somebody noticed that there was um, trees, like areas was burned. So there was like trees burned, there was grass burned, and they saw cement. Cement. So a suspect was identified, and this guy's name was Aaron Robinson. Aaron Robinson was the last person to see Vanessa Guillen. And it all came, they went to question him, and when they questioned him, he had a gun and he killed himself. Okay. His girlfriend's name was Cecily Aguilar. So after a while, Cecily finally spoke and she said that Aaron and and Vanessa were texting through that day. They did. He there was he was attempting something sexual with Vanessa. Mm -hmm. Now, they were together on base and he struck her in the head with a hammer and killed her. So she did not make it off the base alive and transported her in this big um, tough box case. And he was seen, other soldiers reported seeing him carrying this big tough box plastic case into his car and leaving the base. Cecily initially said she was his alibi, that they had a romantic date night. They went to the lake. And they were at the lake all night. Cecily was actually married at this time. So (laughs) when it all came out, they went to the Leon River 
him and Cecily. They he showed her the body in this big case. They both dismembered Vanessa's body with a hatchet or machete and a machete um, and decapitated her, cut off her limbs, burned her and buried her in three different holes near the Leon River. I did not know any of this. Yeah. You weren't I true climber yet. I know. I thought she was like left in a janitor's closet or something. Like no. they found, I don't know what story I'm thinking. Well, about. there was. I don't know. And there may be something about a janitor's closet because they were in, there was a, a squabble on the base in a room, like some type of armory room before. Yeah. And I then he hit her with a hammer and then that's when he carried her off base. Oh. So cut off her limbs, put her in three different holes. That happens on the night of the 22nd. On the 26th, they returned with gloves, hairnets, and concrete, and they burned the rest of the remains and then covered the holes with concrete. Oh, shit. Yes. When her body was discovered on June 30th. Where did they get, they just poured the concrete? Yeah, you can get that at Home Depot. I mean, the, the wet concrete? I mean. You just mix it with water. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's like it's like Quick powder. Crete. Yeah, it Quick comes. Crete. As, I think it's what it's called. Quick Crete. Quick Crete. You just mix it with water and pour it. Five it's gallon like, button. Like shake and bake. Yeah, just, basically. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Um, when he saw on the news that her body was discovered, remains were discovered. He sent the article to Cecily and said, "Baby, they found pieces." Or remains of her body and that night is when he fled and when he shot himself when they actually found remains what is the point of doing all that doing all that when you're just gonna kill yourself um i don't think he thought he they were gonna get caught i think that they thought that they disposed of the body and that it would never be found well they did they Pour covered the up their tracks. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. How did they find it? You'll tell us when you do the Well, hunt. Tim Necker, I mean, not Tim Necker. He's a marathoner. Tim Miller. Um, and everybody was searching. People were searching. There was search parties. Yeah. I guess you can see, like, there's been the fresh. And they saw burned. They saw where oh. the trees were burned. And last time they were there, they didn't see oh, the burned area. God. I do not know the story. Yeah. I can't wait. So that's where it is. She finally came out and told the story. So why I say justice is because he shot himself. So they'll never get justice, obviously, from him. And so the fact that Cecily's in jail, the family spoke. And so they have a little bit of peace from that. Oh my god. It was a crazy story. Um, but I will definitely tell that whole story at some point. So done with that. Lizzo next. Just she was dropped from the Super Bowl lineup potential halftime list. Oh because with all the drama going on mm. with her. Yep. Can't be having that. Nope. And let's go to a little bit of Hollywood corner and talk about the blind side. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I feel for Sandra Bullock the most uh-huh. well i mean for him obviously but like her husband or whoever just died like a couple weeks ago 
Sandra Bullock got married again after the guy? Well, I think she was, it was, uh, they call it a partner, I think, I don't know. Oh. But the so. guy she was with, whatever, he died from, some, I guess he was battling cancer, so mm -hmm. he had just died, like, the week before, and then this comes out, so mm. then now people are throwing her under the bus. It's like, she just did a movie. They're, like, saying they, they need to take away her Oscar and all this stuff. Well, it, she, she, she just did a did the storyline that she was given to her. She just wrote the script and did the show. Leave Sandra Bullock alone. I know. Go after these crackhead parents or people who tried to, whatever they did, tell us. Yeah, okay. And it's it's probably going to all still, other stuff will probably continue to come out. And I don't know the function behind this yet. Let's see if I we mean, can figure just, it out. I mean, we just do the premise. Yeah. So earlier this week, Michael Orr, sued Sean and Leanne Tui. Tui, I forgot how we said that. I hadn't seen that movie in a long time. Mm -hmm. Claiming that um, they were not his adoptive parents and instead placed him under conservatorship, like Britney Spears, at the age of 18. So they pulled a 42 faker on him um, to have legal authority over his business deals. Oh, now, no, conservatorship. Not business dealings. Oh, gosh. <laughs> now, conservatorship is when a judge appoints another person to act or make decisions for the person who needs help or is incapacitated, and they can act basically in your make decisions for your money and everything. Yeah. Which they can also make money off of your name and likeness and all that stuff. Now, he said that the Tui family came to him in 2004, like in the movie, with paperwork and said, if you sign these papers, you can be an official member of the family and we're going to adopt you. But, and he, this whole time, allegedly thought they were adoption papers, but they were actually conservatorship papers. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he also says he just found out this truth in February of 2023. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, why is this coming out now? Mm -hmm. That movie came out a trillion years ago. And claims they have been making money off of his name and his fame. And that movie made $309.2 million. And he says he didn't get anything from that or wow. got very little from oh, that. But... Also, the same day or the next day after all this comes out, so does a book release from Michael Orr comes out. So now you got people saying, is he doing this for what? PR, for his book? And is this going to make people want to go and buy this book and see what the real story is? Because now it's coming out that he's been estranged from this Tui family for a decade. When this whole time people have been thinking this has this, been this close loving family. And he was never adopted. And he was never adopted. But now the Tuies have come forward and they said, well, he was 18. You can't adopt an adult. The only way to do that, to do that in Memphis where they were is to do a conservatorship. Okay. And the only reason why they did that is because he wanted to go to Ole Miss and Ole Miss didn't like that he was living with this family and I think they were boosters at the time and 
they didn't want it to seem shady. So they were like, if he li- has been living with you and he's going to come and be this big football player and we're going to give him this big scholarship, y'all, he needs you need to adopt him. He needs to be part of your family. Well, he's an adult, so you can't adopt an adult. And the only way to do that is to do conservatorship is what they're saying. Okay. Um, but he says that he never heard that part of the story and that he never heard that he didn't know that that was going to give them business ownership of his business dealings. So they allegedly behind the scenes could have been making millions off of him and he had no idea about Hmm. it. I don't know. But also do they even need the money? Like, so he's trying to act like, or people are trying to say this is money driven, but they just sold their business for two hundred twenty million dollars. So, do they even need his money? I mean, he made thirty four million in the NFL, but they were worth two hundred twenty million. So, is this money related, or was it love related? And I don't know. Why are they estranged? I don't know. I. It's in the book. It's in the book. Will this make you download the Audible? No, ain't nothing gonna make me download any kind of book. Too many. So make you watch a YouTube video. I have too much YouTube. Oh, I will definitely watch. I will keep up with it on my YouTube lawyers. So that's all I know. I just looked at it a little bit. The son. Okay, in the movie, remember the little boy, the little the the twoies. They had a little boy, and him and Michael Orr got really close in Mm -hmm. the movie. Um, Now. They got really close, and so the boy was did a podcast um, just oh. here recently, and so he was just saying how he moved across, like up north where Michael played, just to be like went to college just to be near him because that's where he was, that's how close they were. Michael bought him his first car, and that the family did not like got pennies on the dollar from the movie. So nobody got rich off of the movie at all. And so he was kind of defending their relationship, but also like the money part saying nobody got rich off of off of that movie. But probably the producers, you know. Yeah. He just they just sold a storyline and then they twist. Then the storyline people made it what they wanted. Right. Because Michael's also pissed that he came across d- as he dumb. came off like yeah. slower, and so he said that pissed him off because that hurt him later on in life. People didn't take him seriously, um, and whatever else. So it seems very delayed reaction, but mm. it's actually all just coming out. He mm. says. Interesting. So I don't know. And that's all I got. Um, the case we talked about a, when all these runners were getting attacked and stuff, like there was, um, Eliza Fletcher. Yeah. Um, but then there was this other case, Naomi, I, Iron, I, mm, we're horrible. I R I O N. Erion. Uh-huh. Naomi Erion. Uh-huh. She was just randomly, um, kidnapped and murdered. Kidnapped, raped, and murdered by this guy, Troy Driver. He was caught right away. um, And it was just so brief because 
because it was like within like a couple of days they caught him and put him in jail and he was in jail awaiting trial and he just um hung himself and killed himself in prison in prison they had a press brief briefing. Oh, was he the good-looking black guy? No, nope, That was nope. the, Mm-mm. got the girl into, oh, Mm-mm. a totally different runner then. They said he planned his suicide. He used this narrow amount of time where he was not being watched, and he hung himself. Wow. He left a confession note before his first suicide attempt in August. Oh, he had a first suicide attempt. Okay. The note was hidden in a deck of cards that he was able to sneak out of jail with a person who was released from jail and the deck was given to his driver's girlfriend. Oh, hell, he's still got a girlfriend. But the family's pissed because, you know, now it's just an end with no end. An end with no end. Um, And then since we're talking about conservatorship, we might as well, Mm. oh, this was the guy. Yeah, I don't remember. That was the girl. Mm. Um, Britney Spears and Sam are allegedly separated. This I is not. That. This is not really crime, but it's Hollywood. It's pop corn corner, <laughs> pop culture corner. Um, so she's about to go off. I'm sure she's gonna do some more pole dancing for us. So. <laughs> We knew I think I knew I think you said that before. Uh-uh. I just saw that today like today or yesterday oh, well, on the somebody told me that. I did not know that. Have you caught up with all like have you watched all the seasons? No. Of um, how did I ask? Why did I even ask that? I don't know. Have you watched all the seasons of anything? No. Ever. Um like Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. It had like 3 seasons. Watched them all. <laughs> I hate her. Gossip Girl. <laughs> I watched all those seasons. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Okay. That counts. Because if that had the stupid Game of Thrones that I had to go read. And that was the hardest. I know. I tried to but watch I was that having twice. major FOMO and I had to do it. Was it good? I attempted it twice and I couldn't get past the first episode. Listen, I, I wouldn't do it again because I had to go read all the recaps because I didn't know what was going on. Had to go read all the re- uh, vulture.com or whatever, you know, you gotta. Re- <laughs> I, I would read the episode recap before I watched the episode. Oh. Uh, just to know what was happening in the episode. No. It was that's, bad. That's it too was hard. bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've caught up with all the American Horror Stories, every single one. And so I'm excited. Well. Excited! Okay, y'all, that is it. We'll, we'll see y'all Thursday for a full episode. Where are we going Thursday, Caroline? We are going to Tennessee. Tennessee. I love it. Okay, y'all, don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always BTTF. Down to find out what happened. Yes, what she said. Bye, y'all. Bye. Everybody has a story worth telling. I'm Corey Duncan on Best Story Ever. I take guests that you know through their most unique and captivating stories. The best part, I hear the story for the first time when you do. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Find Best Story Ever on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you listen to podcasts.
Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. Un podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For <laughs> sure. You can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You, you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.